One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hello and welcome to My Favourite Takeaway, the podcast where me and my friend Tom Crane visit special guest homes and enjoy their favourite takeaways with them. Hello, Tom. Hey, Simran. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Um, I think we need to start with an apology, Simran. Right. Okay, why? Um, <laughs> what, have you, what have you done? <laughs> what, <laughs> what have I you done? done? I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you'll read about it in the press. It'll be fine. Um, so it turns out... Uh, three episodes in, Simran and I realise that we are uh, what is technically referred to as, as idiots. Um, <laughs> we have been uh, <laughs> reading out... I don't know how we've managed this. Yeah. We've been asking for your correspondence and saying, get in contact with your fascinating stories, your stories of takeaway hell and things that have gone wrong and all the weird things you're into, before um, rather helpfully reading out the wrong email address each time. Yeah, that was an error, wasn't it? It's, it should be pretty simple to get that right, shouldn't it? <laughs> that was an error. Also, we'd agonised over this email address for ages, got our graphics guy to do it, like being that back and forth, and then published it, and it's the wrong email address. So the email address, which is ever so snappy, is hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. There we are. I'm sure we'll have emails come in that are shorter than that email address, but that is what the, the email is. We kept saying hello at myfavouritetakeaway.com, which is not right. So if anyone's been sending in stuff to hello at myfavouritetakeaway.com, I'm afraid it's just gone into the ether. My, my worry is now that we've offered two e- email addresses and said yep. one is the wrong one, people will still <laughs> now email the wrong one. To be honest, I'm now slightly confused as to which is the right one already. I think I'm... you've had a gun to my head right now and you're like, which is the right email address? I'm not sure I can with confidence <laughs> say which one it is, which is a real problem, I think. I just say, just, just pull the trigger. I'm so stressed by this anyway. <laughs> Just check out our Instagram. It is hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. <laughs> that is what you should be sending your stuff to. Okay. Now, Simran, that should be enough. You'd think one mistake would be enough for, for, for one new podcast. You would think one mistake would be enough, but there's another mistake, which is Crane and I decided to uh, do our first poll on social media, right? And we thought, okay, it's pretty simple. Let's do, let's do a straightforward <laughs> poll. So Crane decided to write the poll. Crane, I'm throwing you under the bus here, but you wrote the most complicated <laughs> poll question. So his yep. poll was, after two weeks of emails, let's get this settled. Do you agree with Josh Widdicombe that you don't need rice with a curry? Now, that sounds simple, but when you read it again, it potentially has a double negative in there that confuses you. So do you agree that you don't need rice with a curry? Yes or no? Yeah. It, it's, it feels like sort of like um, a riddle that uh, <laughs> someone would come across in so, you know, those sort of like childhood novels you'd read or maybe like Labyrinth or whatever. <laughs> Where there's two doors and they ask you, do you agree? (laughs) 
So, um, but I think the easier poll would have been, do you have rice with a curry? Yes or no? Rather than, do you agree that you don't need rice with a curry? Anyway, we're getting used to this. What's awful is, Imran, is I am, I am a professional writer as well. That's the worst thing about this is literally my job. <laughs> I was a writer till I shoved something apparently through Google Translate and then whacked it on on Instagram. But <laughs> the point is, if you want to have rice with a curry, have rice with a curry. If you don't, don't. That's, <laughs> that's the take message. <laughs> that's the take right. So shall we? Um, shall we get on to some of our correspondence that we've had? Hit me, Simran. What, what have we got this week? Okay. So the first one comes from Emma Ridley. And her takeaway confession is that when she's um, getting a takeaway on a Friday night on her own, she feels quite embarrassed that she's eating by herself. So she'd order enough for two, then pretend to speak to her housemate, say things like, do you want anything else? (laughs) Then when it was delivered, as she approaches the door, she would shout loudly, it's okay, I'll get it. I mean, it does sound to me like this is just an excuse to double up on an order, doesn't it? And <laughs> I, sh- I don't think she should be shy that she's ordering two pizzas for herself. Like, Emma, you do that. That's absolutely fine. Have you ever had this situation? I've had the situation where uh, Claire, my girlfriend, and I have ordered different takeaways on a, a delivery app. And then I've gone to collect it at the door and both takeaways have turned up at once. So there's two delivery drivers <laughs> arriving at the door at the same time. <laughs> And I, I've always been at pains as if to go, no, just to be clear, I do, I do live with someone. I'm not, you know, this isn't all for me. <laughs> like a fleet of these different things coming down the road. <laughs> Henry VIII has got his, has got his food in. <laughs> Tell you what Emma could do. She could do like a home alone situation where you've got a videotape playing and there's lines from a movie popping out, which are supposed to be your flatmate. <laughs> sounds like you're corresponding. <laughs> Um, what, what's the, what, what else have we had in soon? Okay, so the next one, we've got Maddie Comer. So Maddie said she wanted to add that she has a weird habit where she would window shop on Deliveroo. So she'd create a meal from various restaurants and then look at the price and feel good that she's not actually spending that amount of money on a takeaway and could be like, whoa, I've saved 30 quid by not indulging today. <sighs> do you do this, Craig? I feel like this is very your vibe. Well, no, I, I, I completely get that window shopping thing entirely. So I, I, the thing that I do is that when I'm actually ordering a takeaway, what I will often do is I will assemble my my dream order on the app. So I'll, I'll put like 120 quid's worth of Chinese food on there. And then I'll whittle back from there to what my actual order is going to be. Now... I do this because I, I like to sort of imagine if I was sort of a millionaire, the sort of thing that I'd order, you know, I, oh, yeah, I'll just get 15 main dishes. It'd be great. But also, I kind of I like to fool myself that I'm going to order things that I don't normally order when I know that what I'm going to really whittle back down to is egg fried rice, crispy red beef, <laughs> corn, corn crackers. It's always the same thing I whittle back to. But I always do a £120 order just to, just to see what it looked like. I mean, is that, is that, do other people do that? Do, actually, I'd, I'd like to hear, do, send us messages. Do you do that or am I alone? I don't know anyone else who could possibly do that. It's such a waste of time. No, it's enjoyable. It's 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 storytelling. That's what it is. You're 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 letting yourself drop into a world where you have far more money than you actually have, and you can sort of think, "This is what I would get if I if I had completed utter freedom." This is what I'd. Get. I've never heard someone try and justify their mad takeaway ordering habit as a, as a, as 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 storytelling. You're elevating it to a level it does not deserve. <laughs> it is it is up there it, with the great works of fiction. Dickens, Orwell. Tolstoy. It's, 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 it's Tolstoy, exactly. Crane doing a £120 Chinese order. It's, it's in the same It's in the same world, Simran. If you can't see that, you're a fool. It's part of the canon. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So when you go on there, Simran, are you like, right, this is what I'm getting. Bang, bang, bang. Those are my things. That's what I'm getting. Let's get God, it done. No, it's, it's the equivalent of uh, going on Netflix and just scrolling through the titles. I still am <laughs> 
completely indecisive when it comes to this sort of stuff. And But then you're clicking on the right thing rather than adding everything as some kind of... Potential. I'm not adding everything and then subtracting it like yeah. some sort of awful maths quiz. <laughs> it does It does feel a bit like sort of a, like a GCSE maths question, doesn't it? You know, Tom has actually £12. <laughs> Um, anyway, thank you for that, Maddie. That is a that is a great message and something I completely uh, relate to. Now, uh, as always, thank you very much for all the stuff you sent in. There's so much we couldn't get to, but it's it's really really lovely that you're sending all this stuff. Um, if you do have stories of takeaway disasters or weird things you're you're into or foods that you think don't travel well and should never be ordered on uh, delivery apps i think that's that's an interesting thing let's yeah. find out yeah what doesn't travel well exactly and if, if you think there are and you have answers to any of those questions here genuinely with the right email address is how you get in contact you can follow us on insta on my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter on fav takeaway pod or email us Hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, it's time for our next guest. Uh, it's the wonderfully funny Tom Allen, very funny comedian who is the host of Bake Off the Professionals and uh, The Apprentice You're Fired. Uh, we visit him in his new house, in his garden, and we eat uh, some wonderful Indian takeaway. Which, of course, Simran, is worth saying, it, it was also, it was Michelin-starred Indian takeaway, wasn't it? It was Michelin-starred Indian takeaway by the chef Atul Kochar. It was a joy, wasn't it, Simran? We had so much fun. Yeah, here he is. So we are lucky enough to be in Tom Allen's beautiful new garden. So lucky. For anyone listening thinking that Tom lives in an aviary, he doesn't. He, we're actually, we're actually outside amongst the birds in his garden. I live at the top of a tree. You do. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncomfortable, but the views are amazing. The views are amazing. They really are. And amazing. You can't, can you put a price on that? You absolutely cannot. <laughs> this is such a beautiful place. So, 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 Thank um, you. Where are we? We're in... We're in Bromley, okay. uh, which is the heart of suburbia, I like to call it. Uh, Bromley is London's leafiest borough. Um, and it... How do people know that? Have they counted the leaves? Is it the way it works? Because it... when I went on a school trip at primary school to L- London Borough of Bromley Council, yep. the Civic Centre, we were given a, a talk by the Sergeant at Arms, <laughs> and that was the main thing I remembered. That, and then it is London's biggest borough. I've noticed that actually, when you look out into Tom's garden, there's actually a trampoline mm. yes. that's sort of submerged into the ground. Yes, <laughs> which I will insist that everybody has a go on. Uh, shall we move on to the food? So where is this from? This is from a wonderful um, takeaway in and restaurant in Petswood, which is very near here, called Indian Essence. And it's been there a few years, 
and it's really, really wonderful. And what I particularly enjoy about it is they have lots of dishes that I had never had before. Amazing. And, or I'd never, I don't know about, but I really enjoy them. That sounds fantastic. Indian essence sounds like a cologne I put on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Let's have it. Yeah, well. you, you, look, you said this is run by someone... Abdul Kochar, who's yes. a Michelin-starred Indian chef. Uh, he's been on... Great British menu, I think, and all these like, Master Chef and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's quite fantastic. Quite, I'm, I'm very excited to try this food. Tom. So it's, it's been, I like it when this happens. It's been given to me in a box. It's beautifully with a presented. Handle. It feels so exciting. Very, very nicely presented. In the sort of leaky bag where you can see the mint sauce. At the I bottom. like that. So, two things I wanted to say the beginning of the meal, if I was here with my parents, they would have, they like, dad would have gone to pick up whatever we were having. Yeah. Um, and mum would have been, dad would have said, I've got, got it, would have had the heating on in the, in the footwell of the car. <laughs> And put the so that it's keeping warm, <laughs> and then Mum would have been in charge of heating the plates. My parents are obsessed with heating the plates. This goes. This would be a nightmare for them. So he specifically pumps the hot air into the footwell of the passenger side. Yeah, and then would and well, then hopefully the, the passenger side. They're not like down by the the pedals. They don't. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> just, just like treading, treading on it, the madras. Treading it. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's hot, but it's an absolute mess by the time it turns it's up. Disgusting. What have you done to it, Dad? I like the fact he goes to pick it up as well, because that's the thing that I think is. Often oh, we're going. No, we're going to pick it up. No, let's just go and pick it up. We'll go, but no, it's, he, it's just he easy get, to He won't get it delivered to pick it up. Which I think I kind I like, A, because it's a good use of the time, mm. uh, and you're in control of it then, you're not just, like, waiting. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah, that, yeah. like, yeah. With, a, with a stuffed crust pizza mm. uh, for maybe a 12th mm. birthday? Um, like, the <laughs> anticipation of waiting. Or a 34th. It's or a 34th. Okay. <laughs> Look, this isn't about judging people. So, um, so, so yeah, shall so we that, open up and yeah, have a look inside? inside? I think the thing is, if you're eating in, I don't know if I slightly messed up here. If you're eating in, one might order a selection of, as I believe they're termed on the menu in this establishment, as papads. Yes. Um, so is poppadom wrong then? I've never used the word poppadom. At home, it's always been poppadom. Oh, I think it's an, like an anglicised. I think it's an anglicised thing. So the adom is just uh, I mean, we can, I'll find out and I'll... I can not that. But, um, yeah, yeah, but that's, so that's another sign that this is a good Indian establishment. Yes. They're using the original... Names. Uh, so, should we open up this box and see what's inside? So, there are some chutneys here, which I know. So, that looks like. tamarind or something, I think. Yes, that um, is like tamarind. That, I think that looks a like your lime, lime pickle. Lime pickle. And that, I think, is a oh, nice. I think it's double mango. I think one is for one of the things we're going to have in a moment. There is a salad here. A Often, salad. a little side salad will arrive yeah. with. Oh, I've, that looks like it's been made with care, though. Normally, we're an Indian well, that's, takeaway. So, it feels I, like an so, so, salads for me growing up were my grandmother's version of a salad was. A bunch of chopped up raw onions, oh, and really, yeah. a teaspoon of salt. Yes, I've had that. <laughs> and in you Greece. just dip the onion in the salt. Delicious. And that's it. Really? And it takes away all the sting. That my it's friend, delicious. my it's so friend good. does that. Yeah. There's a salad like that where he basically salts the onions. Yeah. And then mixes them with actually with lemon juice, olive oil, and potatoes, and makes a sort of yeah. potato salad. But um, I was amazed. Like the salt cooks the onions. And what's that doing to the flavour? Well, it's weird because you'd think that you know when you're cooking. Onions in salt. You're using the salt to extract the water from the onions, so you're caramelising yes, it, and, yeah, just, yeah, and yeah, the sweetness yeah. comes from it, right? Which is why I thought the heat is doing all that. Okay. But in this, it's just raw. Yeah. But it does something where you're just taking away the sharpness yeah. of the onion. Just the, how yeah. interesting. I mean, again, I feel like I'm I'm doing a very anglicised thing here, yeah. of like using the papads mm. as. Um, a sort of crisp that I'm dipping, like in a dip. That's, that's yep. totally normal. Is that, say, okay. well, firstly, there's no rules here, guys. Mm. You know, eat it whichever way you like, as long as you have... And also, Great. even if they were, like... I'm not the enforcer of the rules. No, I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> yeah. I like to dip them like crisps in yeah. the sauces in a way that 
And I like to go, I like to push myself for the spiciest one, which in, in my mind is actually the, the pickled lime, strange. You're not moving, so you're not the sort of person that moves the sauce. We're going to get really oh, into okay, the, okay. the minutiae of this now. Okay. You don't move the sauce onto your plate and then dip from the plate, which is what I always do. I'm a scooper. Oh, a I might do it in, in a restaurant. I might do that. Okay. I might do that, actually. On... But, but tell me now, it's not easy to scoop when yeah. the sauce is on the plate. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're scooping from a scoop. But you can use the onion yeah, as a way scoop. of picking up some of the sauce. It works really well. Okay. For any listeners, I'd recommend that as a way forward. You'll push one of the sauces into the onion, the onion will gather There's the a lot of that, but it's, no, it's always quite unsatisfying, I would I say. I think so. I think, it's, <sighs> I think it's more satisfying scooping it out of the container or the pot or the receptacle, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. part of this sort of feasting that I really enjoy with any meal of sort of kind of sharing and going like, yeah, we're all dipping. It has a lot of memories for me. Going, I remember very distinctly being taken for a curry yeah. for the first time going out to have a curry. I was taken by my mum and dad for an early sitting at the Homesdale Tandoori on Homesdale Road in Bromley. And it was I, I was probably about 11, which is quite old. We didn't really go out for takeaways very often when I was a kid. It was kind yeah. of a very special occasion. It was, it was like a big deal. We went in there and I remember being so excited by all the flavours and how to do it. And I think I did enjoy the sensation of mixing it and being quite trepidatious about yeah. how spicy something mm. would be. Because my parents didn't cook with spice, really. The idea of something being really hot was quite... Yeah. It was very uh, unusual. So it is interesting, I think, that about about sort of English families, that see, curry is a really popular dish. The national dish. I, but I don't see many English households, especially growing up with lots of English, you know, white English friends, they wouldn't really cook with spice in their other food. Right, so yeah, even, yeah. Even though sort of they like it, curries yeah. and they like the spice in that they wouldn't then apply it's, that yeah, to their own home cooking. Yeah, that's yeah. funny, isn't it? Quite yeah. Yeah. Not bland, necessarily bland, quite often quite bland, but you know, it wouldn't be, they wouldn't think, oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to add some cumin or some some yeah. ground, uh, some some paprika or some cayenne peppers. Or just and I suppose, like I suppose like, traditionally British food doesn't have that sort of element, no. that flavour element really it in it. But I suppose, you, I mean, you know, you, you can add that stuff yeah. to anything yeah. <laughs> and, it will be, and it will be fine, but there's a sort of, general resistance to experimentation. Because, Crane, you've said before that when it comes to spice, like, you'll measure everything out. Hugely, bit, Whereas yeah, yeah. I will never, ever do that. Really, would you I just instinctively kind of judge Yeah, I so just... So how are you doing just, it, then? Well, I have, uh, you know, that sort of Indian spice tin. Yeah. It's got a small teaspoon. That's not like a normal teaspoon. It's sort of sli slightly different shaped. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just do it by eye. Because that's how my grandmother did. That's how my mother did. So when you're making it. the base spices for a sort of your so I'll know it roughly that there needs to be less slightly less ground cumin and there should be ground coriander, oh. and turmeric or as I'd call it haldi, is just a, like a, a half a teaspoon, like not much at all, mm -hmm. and then amount of chilies is dependent on your own taste. That's actually. really interesting. And so I, I know roughly what it is, and then if there's a big curry, then it's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a smaller curry, then it's less. But it's amazing how. You'll just do it. If you just try it, it'll be fine. So, with, to, to bring us back to poppadoms very briefly, mm. do you would you use poppadoms as a edible spoon throughout the rest of the meal? As an, poppadoms will make a reappearance for me during my main course, and I will use to scoop up curry and scoop up whatever. Um, I, I'm open to that suggestion. I have something else in the box that I would prefer to use for that. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay. Well, should we, should we move on to what's in the box? Maybe this time. That was those great pop tops. So, what have we what have we got here then? then so we, we have so some we're getting stuff out. This is, this is, this is the main course. Still sort of appetizer. Oh, great. Right. Uh, listed as appetizer on this menu. Um, these are called on the menu bajia. I call it bajas. 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 I call them onion bhaji. Yeah, right? I say budgers. Oh. I'm saying all these budgets. things wrong. No, 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 you say, say like whatever. Say I feel so uncultured say now. Say whatever you want to say, but I tell you what I'm excited by, just, just looking inside that box. Yes. Not, not ex literally excited for the right reasons. 
I'm aware that, you know, this box has been sitting there for, uh, you know, pro Two pro days. Pro probably, <laughs> probably longer than your father would like it to be. Yeah. It's still warm. So I'm guessing that naan that's inside that white package. This is actually a bread. It's bread. This is a bread. Can you selection. do me a favour, Tom? What Can you mean? open that up yeah. and put your hand inside? And is it wet? <laughs> because if it's wet, yeah. you know, it is. Yeah. It's been there a while, hasn't because it? Because it's a naan, and it's also it's um, a paratha. Your paratha. Yeah. Paratha, sorry. Yeah. Well, well, should we start with a, uh, a bhajan? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's start, Let's start with a bhajan. Oh, Lovely. I love, I love that you're saying bhajas. This bhajas. is great. I... Part of the bhajas, my, my mother would oh, be so wow, happy Oh, wow, these look amazing. Um, there's a heat to it as well. well yeah. There's more of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, there's leftover Indian food in the house all the time. Mm -hmm. Really? So having Indian food for breakfast was a totally normal thing. Lovely. So I'd have an onion bhaji for breakfast. I'd have a masala. I'd have a masala omelet. I'd have. I'd oh, have I'd... I could have a full curry for breakfast, mm -hmm. and that's absolutely not an issue. Obviously, then going into an all-white English school, smelling of curry in the morning does not do the stereotype mm. any good. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, a real problem, Matt. <laughs> but I think it's better to have lovely food mm. all times yeah. of the day. And actually, when you think about it, people are. Really into I love spicy things in the morning. I think like, you know, if you have eggs and then you put Tabasco on it, it's lovely. Would you ever get a uh, a breakfast delivery, a takeaway? No, a breakfast? would you? I have like when I've hung out, I've had some, that's I've had some low oh points. No. When I'm oh over. no, I feel like we're yeah. learning a lot today. But yeah. you wouldn't do that. No, that's too decadent. Not even when you're hungover. No, when I'm hungover, I don't want to open the door to anybody. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like Cherie Blair, you know, when she took in those flowers. <laughs> you, can, you can request now on the apps for them to leave it outside. Oh. So you could sort of peek through the letterbox. They'd, you'll see your eyes briefly as they're pulling away. If you're starting your day with a takeaway because you're hungover, that means you're going through the whole day ordering stuff to your house. Yeah, where's the day going to go? You're, yeah. not, you're, not, you're not at lunchtime at dinner. Well, but that's the joy, isn't it? Sure, you embrace like, thinking, that. Oh, OK, now I'll cook for myself. This is yeah, not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah, exactly. And I don't always feel like eating on a hangover. I do actually, a lot of the time, okay. I try and just oh, hydrate. So I have I try and hydrate as quickly as possible. I will order a breakfast takeaway, always, if I'm hungover, and I will lie on the bedroom floor with uh, an office fan pointed at the top of my head oh, on rotation. Hot. Yeah, I get very And sort of... I will also, if, I had, if my hangover is really bad, I will tie a jumper around my head to create pressure across my eyes. Oh, I'll do all these things that I oh, do. Oh, do you really feel it? You get a headache. And then I'll lie down, down <laughs> in my pants, and what will happen there this is... It's great um, for your kids, though. Claire, my, the opening scene of Apocalypse Claire, now. my girlfriend, will then uh, <laughs> take lots of photos of me and send photos to groups. Oh, like, that's oh, And I'll wake up at four in the afternoon, and there'll be like 15 photos of me in my underpants <laughs> with an office fan. <laughs> <laughs> the McDonald's beside me. <laughs> um, so, so, but with, with Indians uh, takeaway or Indian food, uh, would it bother you if they forgot the dip? Say, for, for, for me, it would be a real issue. I think that's. I'd be gutted. Well, yes, but at the same time, I am aware that sometimes I fall into this routine of going. Well, that seems to be what's always presented to me. I'm always aware that I don't want to always have. If it, particularly if it's like an anglicised version of it, I'm always, of course, chasing this authentic <laughs> experience and actually. <laughs> If somebody was to say to me, actually, this is not the way to do it, you should have this and you should do it this way and you should eat this, I'd yeah. go, of course, yes, that's what I should do. Because I suppose I just want to be just slightly superior to the other people I'm in the restaurant with. Yeah. Can I ask you, Simran, something? Do, would you ever eat with your hands at home? Is Always. that a thing? Would you? Okay. My, my mother still does. I oh, really? So, yeah, okay. so with, uh, but that, with, with rice in particular. Really? So I grew up with my mum and my grandmother eating rice with their hands. My father wouldn't. My father would always eat with a knife, with a, with a fork. And I remember going to some uh, friend's house 
and there was an Indian food, there was Indian food and rice. And I went for it with my hands and I could see that their parents, this guy's parents was like, what, what? They, they looked at me. Really? And I remember the look like it happened yesterday and it was oh, a wow. look of like, oh God, I've sort of revealed who I am. Okay. Oh. And, and it was like, oh, I've been playing the game so well. <laughs> and oh, now I've been exposed. Fascinating. And oh. I, whether they actually thought that or not, I don't know. I then just moved quite swiftly to uh, fork. So did that affect food. the way, oh. would, you, would you then but, not eat with your hands when you're out and about or are you really? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it Despite now. the fact it felt like a natural thing. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't do it at home anymore either. Like my grandmother, who now passed away, when we, we would eat together. I would eat with my hands because I'd watch her eat with her hands. Yeah. She would occasionally admonish me for not eating with my hands. She didn't speak English. She moved to this country in uh, 1972 and for the 40 years that she was here, didn't speak a word of English. Wow. <laughs> I think she Good did fun. know the language. <laughs> oh, really? But, but, but she refused to speak. Never met anyone worse speaking it. There were times, there were times where, where people would get angry, or my dad would get would have a go or something, and my grandmother would would speak in Kutchi at my mother, being like, "Well, you've obviously heard what he said." So yeah. But she uh, spent all of her life in London, having been a refugee, kicked out of Uganda, and came here, and she didn't speak a word of English. And, uh, and she also thought that I was becoming less and less like a good Gujarati, like a good, oh. a good Gujarati boy. One of her things was that I wouldn't, I kept eating with knife and fork rather than with my hands. So when I was with just her at home, I would eat with my hands rather than with uh, a fork or a spoon because it felt like I would be insulting her if I didn't. Uh, I really like, I speak to Acaster about this last week about Ethiopian food and there's injera, which is this, this bread which a lot of Ethiopian food is based on. And basically, it's like communal eating. So it's a large circle of this super grain bread, and then they put different types of there's like vegetarian things and whatever goes on. And then you rip the bread as, uh, communally and you share it. And there is something really nice to be sort of in touch yeah. with it. If there it, was also a technique sensory, I, I, I tried sensory to level. get, I had, tried to learn, which was you sort of scoop with your your fingers and you put it in the sort of uh, towards the end of your hand, and you'd use your thumb to push it into your mouth. Oh. And that was the way to do it, and I was never good at it to begin with, and then I got better and better at it, because I'd watch my grandmother do it. But it ends up being quite a sloppy process. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't know how to do it. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. when I was in this person's family, I was still learning the process, and like, what is this guy doing? Just shuffling the food. It's more like a Pollock painting. It's all kind of... <laughs> it was more an expression. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 that's absolutely fascinating. Well, um, should, we, should we see what we've got from Maine yes. and see if, it, if it's something Let's, that requires a knife and fork or hands? Let's find out what you've, what you've gone for. Okay, well, I got the bread basket, Great. which has got paratha and naan. Yeah. Uh, and then I also ordered the tandoori jinga, which is... Well, that's quite hot, isn't it, jinga? It's a sweet prawns. It. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, love that. Wow. It's, it's what prawns, sorry? Uh, uh, <laughs> prawns. <laughs> oh, prawns. Oh, prawns. Uh, prawns. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just prawns. The sea prawns. Um, oh, the ocean prawns. The prawns. Uh, <laughs> you know, with the shells on. Uh, I know those guys. Uh, Funny little guys. Uh, That's a lot. Dead prawns. Arrogant yeah. shrimps. <laughs> so, prawns. I think jinga is normally quite spicy. Looking at it, it has a sort of element of chilli about it. So, I like that, and I like the bread, and I also like dal. Um, oh, amazing. Dal magni. Um, oh, yes. Oh. And uh, I like uh, this is so. This is their house speciality. There, I think it's very nice. I think it's very. It's got a great depth of flavour. I think it's very rich, and I enjoy it very much. Because I've, when I first tried dal, I thought 
I didn't enjoy it very much, but I think it was quite a sort of, it wasn't as exciting as this one is. Like, and Delicious. I think it's lovely, it looks very creamy to it as well. and rich. And it's yeah. just like those yeah. prawns are so bright red with like that black char on them. Which yeah, is like, and my favourite bit, yeah. And my favourite bit in the breads is the, um, like there's a lot of bread yeah. in the bread basket, which essentially, because it's a takeaway, is a bread bag, is the burnt bits. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's lovely and like blistered. It's like, yeah, it's really, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of that. So this, so this. We also yeah. have some special extra treats. Mm. So that would be more I'd standard to have. And then uh, and as extras, here? we have a chicken saguala, and then um, a lal merch tandoori paneer oh, tikka side dish. It's a side dish. Those are just extras which I wouldn't normally order, but because we are, there is three of us rather than just a little old me. Um, Absolutely amazing. We're bulking up. So we, we, should we go through the dishes then? So I mean, this chicken sarg is amazing. It's got a real some smoothness to it. It's, it's lovely. It's basically loads of spinach, as far as I can tell. Mm. <laughs> loads of spinach and a bit of chicken in it. Mm. It's really tasty. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's probably quite a lot of butter in that as well. But there's I a creaminess mean, Essentially, to it. a lot of good food is just basically butter. shoving a load of butter in it. And there's a lot of butter, chopped spinach, garlic, ghee, onions. Ghee. Ghee is the stuff. way forward. You know, I was saying, when I try to make sag at home, I, I don't... I think they've probably blended this, and maybe that's the way to do it with spinach, is to really cut it really fine. Whereas I, I don't, so. and I wilt it, and it just becomes a little bit sort of lumpen. But this has got a really I think nice. If you wilt it, you're probably just going to find yourself with a lot of stalk in there as well, and you, people probably don't like the stalk. I'm so much. rubbish at trimming stalks and herbs and all this sort of stuff. I was making something with uh, what was it? I was just parsley last night. But how much you're supposed to take off and how you cut? I'm just rubbish at cutting, uh, you cutting herbs. Yeah, I'm terrible. Really, I've really heard bad. That about you actually. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's been it's it's, it's, it's been mentioned. People give me a heads up before before yeah. I was to do this with you. They were like, Tom, you got yeah, the email, did you, from my agent? Yeah. <laughs> He's a great guy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. don't give him a bouquet garnish. Stay away from the subject. He'll lose a finger and he'll ruin your meal. <laughs> do you try to not order the same thing every time? Are you kind of? Yeah. I try and go, and I potentially go. What does the waiter recommend? What oh yes, yes. Okay. I, this is exactly what I do. So do you do that? So you go to a restaurant, do you ask what they recommend? And I, this, I'm yeah. delighted to hear that. Or like, what's the chef special? Yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. that part, which is pathetic. And, but would you do that at an Indian restaurant? I did do it at an Indian restaurant last week. However, the what's the chef special thing does worry me because I, I sometimes think they're basically trying to fob you off with the thing they're failing to sell that evening. I would evening. never have the balls to ask what the chef's special is. Oh, just think, in yeah. case... I mean, it has to be a certain type a bit, of place where, where you're like... What does the chef recommend? What, what's the chef's special? Do you know what does the chef recommend? Because assuming <laughs> oh, right. they've got something that's off menu, that is special. That is special. <laughs> in his bag. In the bag. In his sort of. He loves to cook, but yeah, just yeah. doesn't. doesn't have you to wait there. It comes out. It's scrambled egg on toast. <laughs> <laughs> what he likes. What does the chef like to eat? <laughs> so okay, that's of course. <laughs> Please. I, that, I, that generally means a lot to me to, to hear that. That someone else does that. Um, I, this is, is this your first house then from moving out from home from your parents? Yes. So ha has, have your eating habits changed since, since leaving home? Yes, because cooking for one is really difficult. I find that it's very easy just to go, oh, I'll just look at an app on my phone and see what's available. Yeah. And then you, I think as well, by the nature of it, takeaway food, it's often quite, it, it's, it's not necessarily geared towards health because it's supposed to be, I believe, like a treat. Like it's, it's supposed to be a bit indulgent, a bit of a feast, something you might have. Yeah. As, but maybe that's just my mind, but yeah. do you know what I mean? No, like, it, it totally is. But like when you were living with your parents, were you cooking for them? Were they cooking for you? Oh, was I like to cook for them. Sort of... And then I sort of, my dad really likes to cook. So I'd often, we'd often have whatever he cooked. And he's actually, he's got really good at cooking, I think. And, can do really nice things and like they're better at being organized and yeah going, 
I think because as well, generationally, they'll be like, well, we need to have something substantial every day. Whereas I'll be like, for me, just a, a whisper of mint leaf, <laughs> celery <laughs> stick, and, you know. Just say the word salad to me. That'll be <laughs> enough. That'll be enough, and I'll just drift by. Was well, wanting to cook for them part of... Uh, a controlling <laughs> instinct. <laughs> yeah, but was, was, was it part of you trying to... Control well, control the idea of you being the child and stop trying to go, okay, no, this is a slightly different. Because I know whenever I go home, my mum's push is to make everything for me. And I always like it when I can do something for her. Because it goes, well, I oh, think actually, I'm an adult, adult now, Mum. Well, you could just clear up afterwards, Tom. I do. <laughs> well, I think that they. You like to be able to offer something back. Well, okay. also, it's me going like. Uh, like, a bit like you, like, yeah I, can, yeah, I can cook, you know, I can cook. And it's also me going, like, look, we should be using serving plates. We should be using, like, my parents don't tend to do that in that sort of more modern way of, of cooking. And I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, sometimes you can just roast a cauliflower and that's enough for me. <laughs> and like, what? Have you tried this big cabbage? <laughs> when, actually, when, when we came in, um, so we weren't actually planning on recording in the garden, Tom has a beautifully large but echoey kitchen. Oh, which is, is lovely for cooking, but terrible podcast records. But you had the table laid up with wine glasses, placemats, the whole thing, the whole table. shebang. I've so, loved to lay a table since I was maybe seven or eight years old. Really? To the extent that my parents were like, oh, and I'd be like, Dad, don't move everything. Like, well, I, can't, I can't move anything. And I'm like, why are you putting mats down? It looks beautiful without mats. Well, you got to want to burn the table. Obsessed with burning the table. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything had to be so hot coming out. I don't know why. I don't know what they were sort of... And was the, was the cutlery placed uh, a thumb width apart. Was, you was know, it, I didn't do that because I was going for that? I was going for a consciously laid backs. I would <laughs> I might even use the term supper, which okay. is not something that I would normally. So really, from the age of seven, you were laying the pair at the table expectantly for table, supper. Very like I like things to be done nicely at the table. I like yeah. a nice serving dish. I like I like the cutlery. To be, yeah, to be laid out to some extent, like with some thought. You know what I mean? Like, just so it just has a sense of occasion but, but about would you, it. Would you extend that to say breakfast in the morning? Are you laying the table before yourself before you eat, or are you just smashing oh, grabs and seeing for the breakfast table? No, I, not so much. Unless, but I do like to do it in a sort of way that could be, let's just say, Instagrammable. <laughs> so they would array. And my friend Sharon taught me this as well. I like, always have like a sort of mid-sized plate, which is a brunch plate. Yeah. So I ordered these side plates. And I was like, well, I could use these for brunch. And she was like, No, those plates are too small. And I was like, I ordered them anyway. They arrived. And she was like, What are you going to do with that? That's that's the sort of plate you give a biscuit to a builder on. <laughs> <laughs> and that introduced me to the idea that I wasn't the only one who was particular, and I think I'd shunned it in my soul. That's really interesting. That sense of, like, wanting to control... Basically, it's trying to control people, but um, trying to control them through the medium of table laying. How does that extend to takeaways, then? So let's say if you've got a takeaway here, are, are you laying the table properly for yourself, and are you sitting down and... Uh, or what, what's the deal there? Are you sitting in front down. of the telly to no, eat it? What are you doing? do okay. not sit in front of the television, okay. Tom. Please. Yeah. I'm always at the no. I, well, there is a television in the kitchen, but I would sit at the table. I like to sit. And at also, the table. you're on everything. So what's the point of watching? <laughs> I know how this ends. It's like a bloody mirror. You were there at the time. I'm not eating in this mirror. Oh. So, so, um, so you wouldn't. So you you wouldn't eat in front of the TV then. So where? Take me through. Okay. So you you've got this meal, and we're not here. What are you doing? Well, I'm eating it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eating, well, well, the thing about eating on your own though is kind of tragic because you eat quicker because you're not conversing with it. You're not finding things to talk about. You're not remarking on it. You're yeah. just going, nice. Yeah, are, you, are, are you eating in silence? 
Well, I won't talk to myself. <laughs> How is <No>. that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Let, let me explain. Let me explain. The TV's not on. The TV's on. Oh, no, is, is, is there no, there's no music on. I will, or I will have the, the okay, music I'm on. I'm painting Sometimes a picture of you and it obviously yeah. isn't the case. Monastic. <laughs> Are you eating in complete and utter darkness? Yeah. <laughs> no music. No, no music. No, no, no. So, or sometimes what I like to put on music-wise is a Spotify playlist, which um, I found... Uh, it's called Cocktail Jazz, and oh. that makes me think that I'm in an episode of Mad Men, just sort of like glamorously <laughs> drifting around my kitchen, unpacking dressed, a pizza. Are you dressed in a three-piece suit as you're uh, eating? Well, yes, sometimes, because I find if I take the suit off, then I've just got a, a pale shirt on, and I don't like to brag to you guys, but I'm quite a messy eater. <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes I will find myself dribbling down. And it's always your favourite thing, because we've, sort of, we've got the food on a lower table here, we're yeah. all on sort of couches. This is the perfect place to drip just a little bit yeah. of something down me. If I was wearing a white shirt, it would be like, it would be sodden. I'm the sort of person that if I, sauce. I go out for a meal and I, on a, a night out and I stain something, I will think, well, this evening's ruined. I'm so sort of obsessed uh, by like, that yeah. sort of thing. If it goes down my front, I'm like, oh, I now feel really awkward about it. No, I feel really it. awkward and I'm sad and this is exactly what yeah, I'm Yeah, I want to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I think, I think there's something that Crane does, I could be wrong, which is, do you, you eat in bed? You ever eaten? Uh, yes, I do sometimes. Do you sometimes or eat Or if a takeaway, I like to eat on the floor often. I like to sit on the floor and eat with a knife and fork and a plate sometimes, which is like a, a childhood thing. And Why Claire was it a childhood thing? Uh, <laughs> Why didn't you have a table? Because well, this is to do with living with my parents. Um, I should explain the reason we're hushed voices now, by the way, is because uh, Tom. We've had such a nice time. Neighbours. <laughs> it's, it's suddenly got a bit late. Tom's neighbours of uh, children. Because well, I forget that I live a very nocturnal life. And um, and also a very midweek life, yeah. and I forget that the rest of the world doesn't. And but it actually does feel suddenly a lot quieter. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The birds have stopped. <laughs> the birds are like, birds we should go to sleep. And, and and I think everyone is going to bed. <laughs> so I feel like talking it's about bed. Not it's, it's probably here out time. No, there are. Um, there's a sleep helping podcast I listen to, which become quieter as they go along. So there's, that's there's a, a good there's idea. There's a lot of people on the commute now who fall oh. asleep. <laughs> It's become quite soothing. Oh, what a nice idea! Yeah. So I will sit on the floor, and this is partly to do with when I was younger. But um, the and likewise, um, and it's about you living with your parents. If I got a takeaway when I was living with my parents, I would always sneak it upstairs, and uh, hope my parents wouldn't notice. I'd close the door, and I'd sit in front of the telly, and I'd eat it, and then I'd wait till I, at the point I was confident they'd gone to sleep, and then I'd take everything downstairs, and I'd wash it up, and I'd hide the ketchup, and they'd never know it had happened. Why? Um, Why were they? Were they because so my dad was so scorn. worried about wasting money and that sort of okay, thing. I had okay. a fear and even when I had my first oh, so job in my year out, right. that's what I'd do. I'd go, I'd work at Safeway in mm -hmm. the, <laughs> the bakery oh, where they made me. Over at the lovely French sticks. sticks. I was about to say the well, they made me, well, not, to, not to brag Tom, but they made me head of breads of the world, <gasps> which meant I was in charge of the baguettes. Well, this is something we should talk about at some point. <laughs> this is, I can't believe you've only just told me this. Yeah. Um, Why and are you then, not on Bake Off Professionals? I know, it's incredible, mm -hmm. isn't it? And then I'd and go home and I'd my thing. From Safeway Breads of the World. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's my that's my weird thing. Are, are you are there sort of other takeaway bugbears you have? Are, are there things that annoy you, or are there takeaway disasters? Things that you've had that have been an absolute disaster? Not especially. I like a pizza, but if a pizza is disappointing, I find that kind of <coughs> sad. The most disappointing pizza I've ever had was uh, in Edinburgh at the festival, oh. where I had a pizza delivery from one of the large chains, mm. and I'm not going to say oh. which one, and there was a footprint on it. 
like a boot <laughs> print, and not just on the box, like baked into the pizza. <laughs> so it must have been trod on and then then put through the oven. So they, there were charcoal bits around. How the was it? Sort of, was it delicious? I still ate it Three because three second it was so exactly. Tight. But you know, this so Edinburgh Festival, you do a lot of weird things, don't we? Just to yeah, just get... to survive. So, so um, should um, we sort of give, wrap? What we normally do at the end is to, is to kind of take stock of what we thought of the meal, really. Um, well, Simran, over to you. So, Tom, thank you very much for our lovely Indian takeaway from actually the two Michelin-starred Atoll Kutcher's restaurant. Well, a nice treat, eh? Which is a very nice treat. Uh, I've got to say, the selection of dips was fantastic. The sarg was very good. The spinach was nice and creamy. I think the uh, the prawns, tandoori prawns, were yes. lovely and fresh. Paneer, I'm always not a huge fan of, but this paneer I thought I was particularly good. Paneer. The vegetables I thought were nice. The, the vegetables were good too, and the dal was just lovely, thick and creamy. Yeah. So I think, you know, all in all, I would say this is a fantastic curry. Well, I'm so glad uh, you've enjoyed it um, and my choice. I feel like this is like the, the greatest tradition, though, of any um, takeaway curry I've ever had is that this small salad is always provided and, and never eaten. <laughs> and it doesn't matter the level of, it doesn't matter if they've got two Michelin stars and it doesn't matter if it's, if, 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 if it hasn't. And I would like to know how much salad is wasted every from... Every year an amount of salad the size of Jupiter is left. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just, just so listeners know, the salad is sitting here Still completely untouched, untouched and no used point. only now to, for a, as a resting oh, yes. place for some cutlery that's on top of it, and previously the rotis and naans. Yes. <laughs> But Tom, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, what a joy to speak to you about this. I, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, uh, about Bake Off and all these sort of things, but we haven't got round to it. Well, it uh, just means you have to come back another time, Tom. OK, fine. Well, I'm always hungry. Yeah. I'd love that. Tom, a pleasure. Thank you Thank for you having very me. Much. Lovely to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. That was the brilliant Tom Allen there. What a joy to speak to him. Uh, if you want to get in contact with any of the things that came up in the show uh, or any stories you have to do with takeaways, contact us here. You can follow us on Insta on My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, on Twitter on Fav Takeaway Pod, or email us hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. Right, that's it for this week. Um, join us next week for the brilliant comedian Ellie Taylor, who was such a joy to share a meal with. See you next week. Hi. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.